It was the right one in the beginning. I don't know what the hell happened there. Welcome to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. My name is Freddie. I am the insignificant, significant one. I am the anti-DJ, if you will. I am the bad influence with the best intentions. And I'm here today. A couple guys that aren't much better than me. I have Dirty Derek in the corner. How you doing today, Dirty Derek? Lovely, Freddie. How you doing? I'm living the dream now that I got over that first hurdle of actually launching the show. <laughs> That's a tough uh, one to jump. I'm doing all good. And of course, right in front of me from Exit 190 Beer Deli in Dixon City, we have Dr. Johnny Blindside. How you doing today, John? Uh, it's a beautiful day for uh, drinking beer. It is definitely a beautiful day for drinking beer and spending time with good friends who know how to brew beer very well. We have Mr. Mike Simmons from Nimble Hill Brewing Company with us today. How are you doing today, hey, brother? Very good, very good. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Mr. Derek, you, you're pouring beer over there, and I know people want to hear about Nimble Hill, and uh, I'll tell them all about these cool giveaway ideas that we have later on in the awesome. show. But right now, jump into this head first. Yeah, we were, we were, you know, we always like to get the uh, local breweries involved and bring everybody in. And, you know, Nimble Hill is a brewery we've, been, we've known about. They, you know, started out as a winery and uh, have branched out into the brewing and made some fantastic beers. So, we, you know, we finally got everything organized and we got Mike down here to bring some of them. And uh, we're talking about that. Derek's trying to say he finally got his stuff together. <laughs> That's it. That's it. No, no, I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, what's this, uh, the first one? Well, I brought our Nutter. This is our summer seasonal. It's a Czech-style Pilsner. Uh it's all Pilsner malt, a little bit of uh, Munich uh, for background body, and uh, full of Magnum hops. Uh, it's pretty aggressively bitter and uh, drier than our Flinky Hugel lager, which has been our kind of our flagship lager until now. They're just fun to say. That's, that's, that's my Those are the best names. Tongue yeah. twisters. You don't even need to drink. Just hold the bottle and read it over and over again. Yes. Flinky Klugelmeister. Flinky Klugelmeister. What did you say? What is it? Flinky Hugel. Flinky Hugel. Yeah. All right, that's killer. Freddie has more beer names for you if you need some. Yeah, I have a whole ton. We'll talk about that later. Let's get, get on. No, it's the, I think the, the Magnum kind of, you know, sometimes with the Pilsners, you get uh, some sulfur notes. Yes. And some people kind of don't, you know, kind of is off-putting. Cause exactly. I hate that. Yeah. Um, and, and this kind of really cuts through. You don't really get any of the sulfur coming through, which is nice. This yeast does produce sulfur during fermentation, but it cleans up. By the time fermentation's done, the mm -hmm. sulfur is reabsorbed and it's gone. And that's why I like this yeast. It's an Oktoberfest yeast, which is oh, unusual. Okay. It's uh, very slow, and um, but very forgiving. Um, from batch to batch, it seems to be consistent. You can certainly taste the, the hops in it, and the yeah. back corners of your mouth in your yeah. first first sip that yeah. rolls across your tongue. I'm a big fan of Pilsner Kell, and that was the style that I was trying to emulate. The original. So, and he made this. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's really, I mean, like, the, the hop selection's great, and uh, the lack of the sulfur is really nice, because that's the one thing that is off-putting to me, uh, and I, mean, I can imagine somebody that's not acclimated to this. You know, they don't really want to smell like... Someone cut one in their glass. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of off-putting to some people. Well, during yeah. fermentation, you walk into the brewery and you swear <laughs> somebody has. Yeah. Oh, I could imagine what that one's like, filling up that. Yeah. The yeah. things we talk about on this show, Mark, we've had cat pee uh, oh, beer. Yeah. We've had, yeah. We've yeah. had cut one in your, in your beer. Hey, man, that's why it's a science. We're <laughs> <laughs> highbrow. Yeah. We you, you have to have some sense of maturity to brew a fine beer. Right. And what are we doing here on the radio? I don't know. <laughs> I don't the brew. That's it. We have no, fun. No, this is, the Pilsner style is one that I, I love, especially for the summer. It's fantastic. It's really light. The problem, we did a Pilsner for Father's Day. We did the Pilsner show. Uh, you know, the issue with a lot of the Pilsners has been kind of eh, corrupted by large breweries and kind of really watered down the style. So what people think a Pilsner is isn't truly 
a Pilsner. They took out the flavor. Yeah, it should be a flavorful beer. It should yep. still be light, but it should have flavors. There should be some crisp bitterness to it instead of, you know, we don't want any bitterness as they used to have those the advertisements. Bitter beer face stuff. Yeah, yeah that was did. like, well, we don't have any bitterness. Well, that, that was called fear of craft beer. Yeah. yeah, that was the initial start of that. Surprisingly, this beer has been taking over as the number one seller out of the tasting room. Wow. I had some doubts uh, because Flinky wow. Oogle was our best seller, but it's definitely a sweeter Hellas style. And what's the uh, alcohol volume in this? This like? is five. Five? Okay. Yeah, I wanted to keep it low so it is sessionable. Right. Sessionable. That's Freddie's favorite. <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. That's cool. Freddie would be out riding his lawnmower and he'd be drinking this if he was a beer drinker, right, Freddie? And you guys, yes, I would be. You guys uh, look like you're enjoying that. No, it's good. It's live. That's the. The thing with a lot of the craft beer movement is, you know, it's always been the IPA. It's been big. They've been making it as flavorful and all these tons of over-the-top things, which is great. But sometimes it's nice to just kind of take a step back and have something that's fairly simple, not a ton of different malts, you know, not a ton of different hops, just a very balanced, drinkable beer. And that's what you should have with a nice session beer like this. And for those that get into the different craft beers and that kind of stuff, even if you like a style, if, if you really are varied and, and like, like I like everything, Derek likes most things, <laughs> but when you do this, to have different flavors and different styles and to be able to have a couple different pilsners or, you know, I don't want a double IPA or a Russian Imperial Stout, something a little lighter. You're just in the mood for that. And I mean, yeah. I find myself sometimes in, I'll go someplace to have a nice beer and like, I'm in the mood for a sour beer. I'm in the mood for a lighter beer. I'm in the mood mm -hmm. for a fruity beer. I'm in the mood for a heavy duty. I call it rocket fuel when we get something really high in alcohol, but it depends on what mood you're in. And, yeah. you know, and the food that goes in, we've often, with Chef Gene, had right. food on it here. But uh, it's nice to have stuff that has flavor, that's a varied, uh, a variance on the style with some different flavors and different hops in it. Yeah, the, the Pilsner is really good because it's, it's, it's kind of a workhorse beer. Because it really goes with a lot of different foods and a lot of different things going on because it's light. And this one, with having the nice hop character, makes it even more uh, acclimable. Bowl. I can't talk because my mouth is dry. Uh, you, you can get a lot of different foods going with this because the hop comes through. But it's not a, uh, like when we're saying hops, a lot of people think of, you know, an IPA. This is more of a, a spicy kind of earthy hop in this. This isn't uh, an over-the-top bitter citrus bomb hop. This is much more reserved. Yes, I really like the Magnum hops. Mm -hmm. I use that in most of the uh, most of my beers as the primary bittering because uh, it is clean. Yeah, uh, it doesn't give you a lot of things. And I think with the Pilsner, it paired really well. Oh, this is a really. I mean, it, like I said, like I love the Pilsners. This is a really good, nice job and a way to come out with it as, yeah. as a new yeah. one and your leading leading seller now. No, this is draft only uh, for this year. Uh, we hope to maybe next year have it in twelve ounce bottles and package it. But we have just released the. Uh, of four major brands in 12-ounce bottles, just getting a handle on that. So next year we will probably, the plan is, <laughs> <laughs> to bottle our seasonals as well. Nice. Mahoopany, man. Mahoopany. <clears throat> M-E-H-O-P-A-N-Y. It's a nice ride. Yes, it it's is. a nice ride on a Saturday morning, huh? Yeah. Endless Mountains is a nice uh, nice drive out there. Very inspirational as well with the colors for, um, that, that are displayed on your bottle. Yeah, I mean, it. I would be able to guess if I had multiple choice by the color of this <laughs> bottle and the design. And this is a compliment that you're from the back mountain, or not the back mountain, the endless mountain area, yes. um, Mahoopany. It's very back, not back mountain, <laughs> endless mountain. There's endless so many mountains yes. around here. He's got back in his head. <laughs> That's great. Really cool. What inspired you with your design? Because I think that has a lot to do with it. Like you could tell somebody how a beer is or they'll enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But a lot that's appealing to the eye is the design and the logo of beer. And is this personally inspired? Um, kind of. It's more of a, a collaboration between Gary, myself, and our uh, graphics designer, Doug Wilson. Um, we 
throw out a lot of ideas right. back and forth. And, uh, you know, it's taken probably this was the hardest part. Getting packaging and labels printed was hard. I can brew beer all day long. <laughs> right, right. But until you get the right packaging and get a label approval and all that business, uh, that's the hardest part. So there was a lot of back and forth, color changes, fonts, wording, descriptions. Uh, it took quite some time. And we have more beer to drink, don't we, guys? Oh, of course we you do. You brought a plethora I of did. beers for us to try today. And if I'm not mistaken, I was eavesdropping a little bit. Uh-oh. I was eavesdropping <laughs> on you guys a little bit when I walked in with my my liquid love over there in the corner. Um Something about maybe giving away some growlers so people can come up and pick a different Nimble Hill Brewing Company beer and enjoy. Was I right, or am I stepping into some uh, cow flop right now? <laughs> no, you are right. Uh, whoever is going to be picked as the winner uh, can come up to the tasting room and get a free empty growler Good. to be filled with the beer of your choice. Good. That's what we're going to be doing. Nice. In a, we're going to get this going in a little while here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. And, uh, you know, I was down in my basement the other day, Derek, and I'm looking around, and I can't wait to get work started. I deserve the ultimate man cake. Oh, you do. I deserve the ultimate man, man <laughs> palace, I would say. I want it to be everything I want, the woods that I want for in finish and all this stuff. I really don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to remodeling. <laughs> you don't need to. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to at all because I'm going to talk to Crazy David, and he's not crazy in a bad way. He's crazy in a good way. You'll be entertained as well as informed and enlightened. The perfect man cave, a uh, custom-built man cave in your humble abode, uh, your future home you want to get to Celtic Cabinetry in Millwork, um, Rear Broad Street in Pittston, fabulous showroom, um, special, uh, specialized in custom-made cabinetry in Millwork, like I said. And Derek, tell people how they can get in touch with David and check out everything like I am. And uh, I'm, I can't wait to get started. You can give them a call. It's uh, 570-654-1461. Or you can find them. We're going to get a link up on the, the Facebook page. They yeah. have a Facebook page for Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork. You can find them. Probably a bunch of the photos of work that they've done. And bars that they've done some work in. So they really know what they're doing when it comes to the, the ultimate man cave. Guys, here's the funny thing. Uh -oh. I want everybody out there to know it's Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork. But as far as my wife's concerned, it's custom building perfect laundry rooms for wife <laughs> <at> work. <laughs> So that's what she thinks all this, all my shenanigans with David is. That's what she's thinking. Well, that's how you cover up. Well, <laughs> man, that's going to be funny You're when she finds out what's up. really going on. Hey, where does well, the. Uh, like, my wife listens to any of my was, radio shows. Oh, no. You keep her busy during Saturday morning, right? So she's off something. Uh... John, it was a lot. Yeah, I try to keep her busy, but unless you want to lend me a couple bucks for a few more gift cards. Now, why is this kegerator in the laundry room? I don't understand. <laughs> it's all good stuff. We're going to take a break here, pay some bills. When we come back, we're going to dive in to more Nimble Hill Brewing Company beers. Craft beers right here on I almost said Freddy's Closet on the radio <laughs> on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Radio Run Sports Hub 102.3 EMBC Sports Radio. Every Saturday at Cooper's Seafood House in Pittston and Scranton, get two dozen you peel shrimp for just $5.99. Plus, enjoy live entertainment. Tomorrow, get steamed clams for $2.99 a dozen. Plus, for a limited time only, text Coopers to 72881 and grab your text coupon for a free dinner when you buy a regular price dinner. Cooper's Seafood House in Pittston and Scranton. 
members play $200 on us only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Now through September, sign up for our Players Club, play your favorite slots, and we'll cover your losses up to $200. And that's just the beginning. You'll get exclusive benefits like discounted or free rooms, great deals at our restaurants, and much more. Join today and play $200 on us only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Legendary fun. Visit MountAiryCasino.com for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention homeowners, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans, and I have some important information for you regarding the U.S. government's Home Affordable Refinance Program, or HARP. We've told you about HARP in the past, and more than 3 million homeowners have already taken advantage of this money-saving program. But there are so many more of you who could be saving hundreds of dollars every month on your mortgage. And Quicken Loans is here to help you save your money. The home loan experts at Quicken Loans fully understand the HARP guidelines. If you weren't HARP eligible in the past, new guidelines could mean that now you are. Give us a call and we'll give you a Quicken Loans mortgage review. It's simple and easy. And for four years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Or go to quickenloans.com for a mortgage experience that's engineered to amaze. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance calls for cost information. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. You can imagine how happy we all were. My wife, our three kids, and I have found the perfect apartment to rent. My school is right down the block? <laughs> yes, it is. Mommy, can we go to the park anytime we want? Anytime we want. So you can imagine trying to answer all their questions after the landlord turned us down. What happened? Why can't we live there? Why not, Papa? What was I going to say? The landlord doesn't want families with kids in his building? We made a call to HUD and found out that being denied because we have kids is illegal. We got answers. We got help. And we got the apartment. If you think you've been discriminated against because of your familial status, race, color, religion, national origin, sex, or disability, call the HUD hotline, 1-800-669-9777. Or go to HUD.gov slash fairhousing. File a complaint. Make something happen. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. I wanted to take a picture of Dr. Johnny Blindside when he fell asleep in the studio that one time when we were doing the commercials, but I would be afraid that he would want to try to sue for $10, $10 million. million dollars. If I displayed a picture of him nodding off in the corner here at the Beer Geeks you, Radio Hour. And you gave me stre emotional stress. Which then, never yeah. happened because I don't want to imply that you overindulge in no, the spirits I, and libations. I wouldn't fall asleep with He underindulges yeah. in sleep. That's what it That's is. That's what it is. <laughs> Tell them, John, you never fall asleep when there's still something at the bottom of the bottle. That's man. right. I mean, until correct. all bottles are empty. I clean my glass. That's good he's stuff. A, he's yeah. a good little boy. <laughs> and that's definitely a fact. We're here with the fine, well, Mike, the fine people. we got his, his cohort in the background there, too, man, hanging out. I don't want to deny the presence. Is he supposed to just be a shadow today? No. Riley? No, speak. You want to say hi to everybody? Riley, say hello to everybody, man. <laughs> hello, everybody. I was going to say the fine folks. But then I didn't know if we had to keep him anonymous because he oh, has, no. you know, stalkers out there and stuff. Oh. You know, that's how it is with these these young teens today. Not like when I was a kid. No. Oh, my Nobody God. Nobody's right into that. No. <laughs> no, he's into all the technical stuff. Good stuff, man. And enjoy. He's hanging out here from Nimble Hill Brewing Company with our good friend Mike Simmons. 
and they're out of Mahoopany, Pennsylvania, a beautiful little area in our little piece of paradise here. Yes, isn't it? And he's got fine beer, and we're uh, passing it around the table. I'm going to have some other fine friends jump in in a little while and some cool giveaways here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. We're glad that you could join us this week. Let's continue with the beer tasting, Derek. We shall. What are we having on the Nimwit now, correct? Mike? We moved on, yes, Nimwit. It's our Belgian white-style uh, ale. Uh, we use a Belgian Trappist yeast. Uh, to give it its uh, unique mm-hmm. yeasty character that most Belgian wits do. Um, of course, the usual orange peel, coriander, and ginger. Um, I go a little heavier with uh, ginger than most uh, wit beers. I think it gives you more crisp, dry, yeah. bitey, uh, refreshing. Very uh, refreshing. Drink. Yeah, it's like the, the ginger does come through. It's not uh, It's not anywhere near like a ginger ale, but you can taste it really in the back end. Yeah. It just kind of washes over. Those spices all blend together very well. For those people that want to know the other the beer that this might be like, like a Whole Garden or a Blue Moon or that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, that those kind of styles. It's in that style, yeah, but definitely. But it's a different flavor, actually. Yeah. Actually, more flavor. Yeah. yeah, and I have to use those descriptors because those are the most popular. Right, beer that's style. why I said that. So people are thinking, <laughs> what kind of beer is yes. this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victory's Whirlwind Wit is is really a good example, mm-hmm. um, but not necessarily as popular as Who Garden. Right. No, everybody that's... loves their Whole Garden. <laughs> He had to say something. I had to say something because Hogarden, I have a funny story about Hogarden's. I never even knew they existed. I didn't know nothing about craft beer. I worked with musicians. I'll just say, I don't want to say any names or anything. And they were impressionable young guys. And if they saw somebody they respected drinking something, the next day, all of a sudden, hey, had Freddie, I would like this kind of beer on the rider. <laughs> Not because they discovered it when they were out at a beer tasting or they came across. Somebody I think is real cool is drinking this, so now I must have it. Isn't it funny that most people never outgrow that part of it? Oh my God. We're talking about people. We were in our 30s, man. And I'm like, what kind of beer? And he's like, Whole Gardens. And I'm like, what? Because I'm not familiar. I wasn't familiar. Whole Garden. We so, should test it out and see if it works well. If you walk around with Nimble Hill beer all day and see if all that's a good just point, man. Now everybody knows that Whole Garden exists. But at the time, I, I'd go into different places like Knoxville, Tennessee, or Schenectady, New York, or um, Omaha, Nebraska, and there'd be a six pack of Whole Garden. And I'm just, where's my Whole Garden? <laughs> and sometimes the runners. They'd be too young to go out and buy specialty beer or crap beer anywhere. They would be, and they wouldn't have any idea where to go. And this is a few years back. But when I hear Hogarden, I cringe. That's not exactly a commercial for them. When I hear it, I cringe. So there you go. Well, this is nothing like Hogarden, other than the style characteristics are similar. How's that? Yes, it was a a beer that was our summer seasonal, uh, but it was so popular we couldn't seem to take it off of the lineup. Uh, So now that's year-round, and we had to come up with Nutter for our summer seasonal as well. And that may just keep evolving till we have 1,000 beer styles uh, (laughs) all available year-round. No, it's nice, too, with the the Trappist yeast using that instead. It gives it, like, a different Belgian characteristic instead of using the the Belgian wit. We had tried the other traditional Belgian uh, wit-style yeast, and uh, the the phenolics are just too heavy. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm always a big fan of the Trappist beer styles like Chimay. And decided to try that yeast instead, and it just gave me the, the lighter esters that I was looking for. Did that make it a little more difficult? Because I know the Trappist yeast is kind of difficult to work with sometimes um, compared to the other. Surprisingly, no. Uh, it ferments really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeast cells are probably three times more growth than all the others. Uh, so I end up with a lot more yeast than I need at the very end. But uh, we also use this in our uh, Naughty uh, beer coming up uh, later on, same yeast style. This is, I mean, I can see this being really summery beer. 
And it's nice, like, having all those spices going on that you, you have that refreshing quality. You got the, the Belgian flavors coming through, like that nice little uh, fruit characteristic from the Belgian yeast, which is really nice. And uh, it's really balanced. What's the ABV on this one? Is this about? This is, I try to keep it about 4.8. Sometimes okay. it creeps up to 5. It's a little extra oh, no. bonus for you. <laughs> um, surprisingly, though, the, the hops in this beer are Cascade and Centennial. Um, but, you know, without uh, going too crazy, it doesn't taste like an IPA. And you don't mm-hmm. necessarily know that it's the same hops that we put in our hop bottom. But they just give you that nice, light, crisp grapefruit uh, and tangerine flavors in the background wow. without the aggressive bitterness. And this style is nice for um, people who are not hop as we, we always yeah. talk about the IPAs, but there's a lot of people who don't like the IPA and hop styles. But mm-hmm. this is a sweeter, spicier, um, and it's not as, as spicy as some of the saisons in that, but this, uh, of the ones we've had a few weeks ago, Derek, but th- this one is, like I said, a little more flavor and a, a little crisper um, than some of the other wit beers that we've had. Yeah, and it's definitely, it's, got, it's still got the nice light body to it, so it has that, that crisp quality, but it's still light and it's not too heavy on the palate or anything like that, so it's another good session one, Freddie. It's a nice introductory beer session for Session beers, oh, yeah, man. Session. Mike, you're all about the relaxed, kickback drinker that just wants to enjoy a great brew. That's it. Uh, most of our beers are session beers. We also have bigger ones, but I think, you know, our main bread and butter are beers you're going to drink four, five, ten, twenty of in a day. <laughs> yeah, there's no gimmick to a Nimble Hill beer. There's no gimmick. It's just a fine tasting yeah. beer, uh, normal alcohol, light alcohol level. So mm-hmm. you don't really have to worry about anything. The only thing you have to do is enjoy it. That's the only thing. Yeah. You don't have to count it. Well, I'm sure if you drink 47 of them. Sure. <laughs> I mean, well, you if you're going for that, you're going to be counting anyway. You <laughs> might wind up in some kind of tank with bars and a lock. Mathematics might be difficult after 20 Everything so. with moderation. I'm not saying go crazy on Nimble Hill, but this is the kind of beer that you have to kick back and enjoy. And obviously, that's what I'm seeing from when I, when I look around the room and when I'm hearing the feedback from everybody. John, you have anything else you want to add on this beer? No, that's that's about it. This is a nice introduction. That's what, The first style of beer was actually German wheat beers that I started mm-hmm. many years ago. Go in, in the craft beer when I was over in Germany, and that's you know the wheat beer, and this is the Belgian style of it. But getting over because it was for me easy to get that to begin with. I didn't go right to the hoppy stuff. I was more of the yeah. the wheat beer, the wit beer. That that flavor was easier for me to take when I first started. Yeah, so a, a lot of people kind of transition in, you know, with the with the the pseudo craft, if you will, with the Blue Moon sure. and things like that. So a lot of people will get into it as their first branching out from the the light loggers and everything that are out there. Well, let me let me go back a little bit because I asked you about the designing, um, your artistic vision for mm-hmm. your beer and for your packaging and, you know, representing Nimble Hill. What got, when did you first decide that you wanted, that you love beer so much that you actually wanted to brew your own beer? That was many years ago. Do you remember, was it like a Mickey's Big Mouth? Was it a Colt oh. 45? What was it that pushed over 45. the edge and said, well, I, I want to be an Einstein of the brewing world? He drank a case of Schlitz and then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, in my early 20s or before, I was drinking for price. Right. Uh, and that's how it all started. But uh, I was always interested in home brewing. And the homebrewing actually got me into drinking craft beer, uh, exploring new flavors and new styles, right. and finding out what I could brew next. And that's how it all evolved about 15 years ago. That's outstanding. That's cool. Dude, before I take a break, you got. did you look through this book at all? Oh, it's a great book. Did you There's saw so ev- much cool stuff in there. Dude, look at that picture. Tell me who the hell that looks like, man. Are you going to say me? 
No. Gene? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Doesn't, if Gene lost, like maybe, I don't want to say a big number. I don't want to say a big if, number, Gene. If Gene looked even handsomer, which is impossible. Yeah, okay. And was less muscular as he is now, like about 15, 20 pounds less muscular. If he got off the steroids. If Doesn't that, that a, picture look exactly like Chef? Look, yeah, it does. They tell the listeners what the book is so they can... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we have the great Northeast Brewing Tour. Tap into the best craft breweries in New England and the Mid-Atlantic by Ben Keen. Um, this is a great book from what Derek's telling me. Of course, I didn't read it, but he's been in and out of it. And that's why when he chooses these books to give away... Um, it's a special win. It's definitely a special win. We are going to give this away in a little while, not this second, because we got things to take care of. And we're also going to give away Growler, a Growler, Growlers, yes. Growlers lucky from listener. Nimble Hill Brewing Company. You come up to the taste room, fill up with what you love, and you walk away, and it's a mighty fine-looking bottle as well. And Mike, let them know about that. You, you brew it up in Mahopany, but the tasting room actually is in uh, Tonkinuk. Yes, yeah, thanks for uh Yeah, thanks that, a lot uh, too, man. The uh, the Chewy. brewery is in Mahopany. It's it's uh, on the Tosco's farm. It's about 170 acres of uh, farmland, and it's just not conducive to traffic. Right, right. Uh, so we have the satellite tasting room that's been the winery for the last seven years. That's and so we cool. we just added the brewery uh, part of the room as well. So it's considered a uh, warehouse. Nice. From the brewery. We can have two warehouses off of And what's the nice, I, I stopped up there a few months ago, and, and nice. we did the beer tasting and then the wine tasting right after it. So, yeah. Right. You know, if you oh, go up there and you bring both, somebody bang, up, bang, you can do them right, yeah. right Listen, there. we don't mess around. we got to go up there and, you know, we got to <laughs> taste it all to make yeah. sure you, what you like and what you like more than others and your favorites and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's I'm getting really nice. some beer geek ideas here, boys. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting some beer geek ideas. I think Mike's getting them, too, because I can sure. see mm. that. I got a beer geek idea look on his face. <laughs> It's all good stuff, but we're going to be giving away this book. What else? Is this all I'm giving away today, Derek? You got anything else for me? Oh, my God. The, the Growler from Nimble Hill. Oh, that's great. That's oh. fabulous. That's from Nimble Hill. That's, that's not from you. I think we're pretty good with that. It's no, a good book. That's a damn great <laughs> giveaway. This isn't a good book. This is a great book. Oh, it's a, and it's, and it's good for summer, too, because the, the whole point of the book is showing you all the breweries that are in this this little area you can drive to and go really visit. It gives you addresses of yeah. them. It gives you email addresses. You can get in touch with them. It gives you their hours for the Secret brewery. Secret passwords to get in back yeah, and drink. It basically off. has all everything you'd want to know about the breweries you can go to. Married craft brew loving guy. You could probably even pull off having this as a coffee table book. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Good. It's a great book, Derek, and we always appreciate all the fine giveaways you provide for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 and BC Sports Radio. We're going to pay some bills and come back with Mike from Nimble Hill Brewing Company, of course, Dr. Johnny Blindside and Dirty Derek, and myself, the one and only original Dirty White Boy, Freddie. Beer Geeks Radio Network next. Do you hear that? That's the sound of someone getting away with a crime. Snitches get stitches! Narc 5-0! In times like these, reporting a crime or helping the police can be a tough decision. A no-snitching culture has sprung up in our communities, making it unpopular and sometimes even dangerous to report a crime. Reporting a crime is not snitching. It's the right thing to do. We must all do the right thing by helping each other to report a crime. You can remain anonymous when calling 911 or texting a tip line. Crime hurts all of us, and it hurts us more when we're afraid to report it. If you're a victim of a crime, report it. If you see someone become the victim of a crime, report it. Encourage others to report it. There is strength in numbers. Reporting a crime can mean fewer victims. Take back our neighborhoods and communities from criminals and gangs. To learn more on how to do the right thing, visit ncpc.org or contact your local law enforcement agency. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Wow. 
Geico's been saving people money for over 75 years. 75 years? Fancy that. My dearest wife, do you possess knowledge about Geico, making it feasible for society to spend less capital on automobile insurance for over three quarters of a century? Why are you talking like that? We said fancy that, so I was just fancying it. Geico, saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. Dreamland Amusements proudly presents the Viewmont Ball Carnival in Scranton. The festivities start this Thursday from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. featuring all your favorite foods, exciting rides, games that will grab your attention for hours, and just good old-fashioned fun for the whole family. Make sure you stop by Friday from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m., Saturday from noon to 11 p.m., and Sunday from noon to 9 p.m. Wristbands and ride ticket sheets are available each day. Check out dreamlanddiscounts.com for coupons. And now, another golf confessional brought to you by Golfsmith. To avoid spending the day on the lake, a man told his family it was infested with sharks, so he could go to hot deals of summer at Golfsmith, where you'll find the lowest prices of any golf store, guaranteed. And it's on dry land. During hot deals of summer, get a set of Nike VRS Covert 2.0 irons and get a Nike VRS Covert 2.0 driver absolutely free. Only at Golfsmith. Anything for golf. At last, Nexium, the purple pill, is available without a prescription for frequent heartburn. See those women drinking their iced mocha whatevers? Now they have Nexium-level protection. That guy struggling to text and eat soup at the same time? Him too. Introducing Nexium 24-Hour, the protection of the number one prescribed acid-blocking brand, just without the prescription. New Nexium 24-Hour. Nexium-level protection. Now in the heartburn aisle. May take one to four days. Use as directed to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Never do that. It's always going to be fun. And we're back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3 and BC Sports Radio. I got Dirty Derek. I got Dr. Johnny Blindside from Exit 190 Beer Deli. Of course, we have Mr. Mike Simmons from Nimble Hill Brewing Company in Mahoopany, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I need a nickname. Uh, we'll think of, <laughs> We'll have a nickname for him by yeah. the end of Mad the Mike? show. How's Mad Mike? Right uh, blah, blah, blah. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I well, go swing that mic around. How about, how about Mash hello, Mike? Hello, hello. We got our good friend busting through like a Brahma bull <laughs> oh. this morning, man. He's all about a big smile on his face because he's going to be tasting beer today. Billy from the Backyard Ale House in downtown Scranton. What's going on, man? Not too much. Pleasure to be here. Awesome. I, I'm glad that you made it this morning because we were talking about you're going to be jumping on as one of our sponsors here of the show. Yeah, we're, we're delighted. Very excited about that and all the great stuff we have going on there. And here is another fine gentleman who looks forward to tasting fine beer at 10 o'clock on the morning. Twist morning my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, Dr. Johnny's like, hey, you're going to taste some beer? He's like, yeah, I'm going to taste some beer. <laughs> Oh yeah, get that glass. Isn't home. that why we're here, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why we're all here. So we're glad to have you here today, Billy, from the Backyard Ale House in downtown Scranton. That's a place you want to let yourself go and relax tonight. Have some fine food, fine drinks, a lot of great stuff. To you're right. Oh man, it was a paradise the other night. I, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I think I have uh, my own personal seat at the bar. Yeah, over you do, the you do, John. Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a little gold plate put on the back. <laughs> all right. Without further ado, because we gave the man a glass, we are going to have to fill it up with beer. We'll swing that back over. What's our next beer that we have going on here, Mike? Uh, we have Hot Bottom IPA. It's our uh, 7% IPA full of Cascade Centennial hops. Uh, just like the ones in Nimwit, but a whole lot more of them. 
We just brewed this beer yesterday uh, oh, cool. again for the next bottling round. Uh, we're going to be adding uh, the central PA beer distributors, 12 more counties. Wow. Uh, this coming month and two uh, to start releasing this. But our this is our flagship IPA. Uh, we have a double IPA called uh, Bonzac that we have come out uh, usually biannually or seasonally. Nice. Yeah. It's a... Uh, very dank and hoppy. We, I, I don't spare any uh, amount of hops when I put this It's amazing that you said you use the same hops here as in the Nimwit and yep. the different flavors that you get. So there's for yeah. people who are afraid of hops. Yep. And, oh, I don't sure want it to do. be too bit. Like, hey, one can be super, you know, an IPA with a lot of bitterness and aggressive, and the other one can be actually sweet and, and uh, with a totally different flavor using yep. the same kind of hops. Yeah, it's just the amount that you use and when you use it. Uh, yeah. Hop Bottom uses hops all over. Um, we also put in uh, Nugget and Cluster hops as well. And what would you put the nugget in? Is it dry hop or in the, where do you all, put it? Throughout yeah, the whole thing? So, oh, wow. okay. Yeah. Cascade, Cluster, uh, Centennial, um, all get put in throughout the entire batch. I, I do start with Magnum, uh, like I said, for almost my beers for the bittering component, uh, but then all the flavor and aroma beer uh, hops are later on. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It, it has like it's really nice because it's almost like a uh, east meets west style because yes. it's not. Uh, you know, the west we talked about the cat pee before. <laughs> Sometimes the West Coast IPA kind of gets into that cat pee realm from the. A lot of cat pee on this show. You're gonna yeah. have to get used to that. <laughs> Freddie and I like cats. What are you gonna do? I love cats, man. I, don't I could know make another that. comment, but I'll reserve that <laughs> yeah. one. Oh, oh, you're gonna go there. Did you're you go take there. the high road, Huey uh, Lewis? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> the chair didn't go down, so I had to be on. So, all right, man. So what's nice is it has. Because that's the, the difference you really see with a lot of the West Coast and East Coast is the West Coast is very in your face, very aggressive hops, mm-hmm. very Americanized aggressive hops versus East Coast, which is a little, they're, they're still aggressively hot, but it's much more malt forward. So it's nice having this, that it's a, it's a really nice balance because you get a lot of the aggressive hops, but it's still balanced nicely. So it really is almost like, this is almost like it was brewed in the Midwest. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's like you go from uh, England, which is even less, and then mm-hmm. the East Coast, which is more aggressive right. than the West Coast. Going over. So as you f- drive so further like west. Russia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we come from Siberia, yeah. yeah. It's a cool name for a band, the Aggressive Hops. Playing at the backyard ale house. Damn! From Russia. Whoa! From Russia. Whoa. I just nailed that. <laughs> I come up with these insane ideas. We still have to get that whiteboard in here for you that you can really write oh, on. Oh, God. The, I need at, somebody full-time. <laughs> at the end that of the just year, has to write down my ideas, the, man. We have the top ten Press metal bands. Hops. Metal band name from Freddie. Be like David Letterman's top ten. List. Awesome. I want to know what Billy thinks about this beer. Can we swing that over? What do you think, Bill? It's tasty. Very, very, very tasty. Awesome, so. man. That's the, the these, best way to put it. These guys, these guys make some great beers. I know. We, you know, we we have them in our bottle right. shop. So it's like one of those things that they they fly off the shelves. So. That's really cool, and they look good on the shelves too. Because I was do. talking about how very the bottle's attractive great. label, yeah, yeah. definitely. And that's the easiest way to say it. It's an enjoyable beer. Looks great. Uh, whether you're into collecting or you. You just want to go around and taste. Uh, you want to taste these beers, and you're going to want to come back again and again. And that's the cool thing. You guys are really digging this. I yeah, you. you see some some cool beers that have some neat packaging, and right. the, the the liquid in it doesn't yeah. doesn't follow. <laughs> right. Okay. But this is this is where the packaging and the and the liquid come together for a great product. So. And Billy, it's like when you remember how many of us bought albums. We talked about this before work, because yeah. the album was so yeah. cool, the cover was so cool. Riley's on what the hell's an album? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a it's a big CD with black. They're yeah. frisbees. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, frisbees. That's cool, man. So everybody's digging what we got right now. Yes? Yes. Oh, of course. Thumbs up big time. 
That's good stuff. Very well balanced. You got anything else you want to add, John? No, I think this is good. I'm busy drinking right now. Oh, wow. Because last <laughs> time I asked him if he had anything else to add, he went on for like four minutes after. Oh, no, I'm good right now. Yeah, but I just want to say. No, it, but, but I had this long diatribe. Yeah, like get- <laughs> well, let me what tell you. Uh, what? Gang up on Huey right now? No, man. We love you. You know okay. we love you big time. Or we like the John time. diatribe. They're nice. You know, I never noticed the Huey uh, resemblance <laughs> now. You'll never now. forget it. You'll yeah, never forget that's, it. That's where my mind goes <laughs> okay. right now. Bill, is it there? Yeah. Isn't it there? It's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Cheers, <buddy>. Bill. <laughs> are we, we going to announce this next time we're at the Backyard Ale House? We're going to announce that he looks like Huey Lewis. We might even try to put him off as, you should brew a Nimble Hill Brewing Company, Huey Huey Blindside. Huey Tuis. Huey Blindside. Huey Tuis I'm hoping the, by the time... In the blues? I'm hoping Huey by the Tuis end of the, the year, we, we have almost every local brewery around here making some beer that has something to do with the ridiculous thing we've come <laughs> up with here. That's outstanding. That's my goal. It's outstanding. Uh, you, you're doing pretty good. High marks all the way around here for you today, Michael. Thanks. I appreciate it. And uh, Backyard Alehouse has always ha- been a supporter of ours, and yeah. uh, we're glad to have them on board for the Beer Geeks radio show. Definitely, man. It, it just makes us... It, how can I get any sexier? How can I make this show any sexier? And they're bringing people on from Backyard Ale House. How can I get it any sexier? Huey, I mean, John, I'm not going to, I'm going to stop right now. Thanks, buddy. Okay, because I know you're not. I, I don't it. mind. He's I clenching don't. his fist that you can't see. Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> well, we do have to take another break because we have more beer to drink. I do believe I'm definitely because the bottles are going up. So, yeah, we have more beer to drink. Uh, we lost a great pioneer in punk rock radio. Punk rock, period. There was never really no punk rock radio um, in punk rock. The final original. The last remaining member. The last original member. The remains yeah. of the Ramones is gone. Richie Ramone passed away. What? Tommy? Tommy. Why am I saying Richie? <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, is there a nickname I'm no, unaware of? Tommy Ramone. I always get all nuts. You know where I'm at. I know what you mean. But Tommy is the final. He was the original drummer. He was the last original drummer. Yep. He was the original drummer and then decided to go into being a manager for the band when Marky Ramone, a.k.a. Mark Bell, now we're getting down yes. to it. Okay. I get them all. I still <laughs> get, get it back. I oh, get, there's so many. It's hard to. DG. DG. Yeah. DG. No. Uh, Dee Dee? Dee I get mixed up. Who was part of the remains? I get them all mixed up all the time. And they all look identical. But Tommy Ramone passed away, original yeah. drummer of the Ramones. Um, he retired from that position, uh, passed it on to Marky Ramone, who was actually uh, trying to audition for the New York Dolls. Yep. And that just worked out perfectly. And uh, he was a part of the organization till the very end. And he is no longer with us, passed away at the age of 62. Derek asked if we could play a little Ramones tribute this morning. So we're going to do that while we clean some glasses, get ready to drink some beers. Every I don't care, even if it was for five minutes, everybody was a Ramones fan oh, yeah. at one point in their life. Even if it was just for five you minutes. Even if it was, I want to be sedated. That's the only one you I knew I don't it. care. There was something you knew of that. There was something that inspired yeah. you about the way they dressed the way they talked, the way they bitched about how they hated bands like Blink-182 and Green Day because <laughs> they were making tons of money doing stuff that they were doing years ago. Yep. Um, Tommy Ramone, no longer with us, but always in spirit, just like the rest of the Ramones. Let's enjoy this tribute. Beat on the brat, beat on the brat, beat on the brat with the baseball bat, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh ho! Beat on the brat, beat on the brat, beat on the brat with the baseball bat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh ho! 
brat, beat on the brat, beat on the brat with the baseball bat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh. Beat on the brat, beat on the brat, beat on the brat with the baseball bat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh. tribute to the Ramones here. Uh, the passing of Tommy Ramone, age of 62. Rest in peace. We have to continue. We'll drink to uh, Tommy Ramone the rest of the show and be all good stuff. So we we're will. happy we about will. that. But right now, we have a growler to give away from Nimble Hill Brewing Company. You go up to the taste room, you're going to get to pick whatever you're going to want to fill it up with. <clears throat> That's fabulous, plus this excellent book, The Great Northeast Brewing Tour. Tap into the best craft breweries in New England and the Mid-Atlantic by the author Ben Keen. It could be yours right now. Call me on the telephone, 855-777-1023, 855-777-1023. Caller number nine is going to win the growler from Nimble Hill Brewing Company, and you're also going to win this fine book. Great literature, man. It's a and good information. book. No, it's good excellent. Now keep your summer filled. So caller number nine, you make that happen. We'll do it all up and get some information from you when I pick you. And then continue to drink the beer, damn it. Oh, we will. We're moving on. This yeah. is this is the new one. This is a, this is a debut for us. It we, is. We feel special. It is. It just kind of all <laughs> evolved. We just got the labels yesterday, uh, and we're just putting this out for sale this weekend. Uh, it's naughty, uh, similar to our naughty that we release in Christmas with a Christmas label. This is our summer release. 
Uh, same beer style. It's a Belgian strong ale, 9%, uh, a lot of prune and raisin flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, still dry and crisp enough to drink um, without getting too messed up if you mind your P's <laughs> and Q's. Um, the label, you can see it now. I just put it on our Facebook page. So if you go to uh, Nimble Hill Brewing Company uh, on Facebook, uh, you'll see it there. And you'll also see it at the tasting room this weekend. No, it's it's really the, the my first sip. They said the John, but this reminds me a lot of like the Chimay Blue. You get a lot of like the cherry. It's it's really, it's a nice. And you get like the, the the yeast comes through in this. This is a really nice. I I would have this by the pool in the day, but it would be I just kind of relax there. I wouldn't want to do anything else. But this is a really nice one to have. You know, if you're one of those fire pit in the backyard type, sit around at night yeah. have one of these. This is a perfect. And you said this is how much alcohol? Nine percent. Yeah. Right now, this is the same as the. You had a, a winter version? Yes, uh, same beer, naughty, uh, but with a Christmassy label. Okay. Um, when we kept some back, we knew that we weren't, weren't going to sell all the beer we made at Christmas time. It's a very small window. Okay. And if you have Santa Claus on a label past January, it's not going to sell. So this is actually a different... Same beer, new same, label. Same beer, new label. Okay, yeah. that's what I want to make sure, because I'm looking at my list there of what I've tried up there, and yes. I'm going, though they, they classify this on Beer Advocate as a Belgian Strong Pale, but it's a Belgian Strong Dark. Belgian Strong Strong Dark. Yeah. I... Neglect. I actually took dark off the label. We'd had that on there, but um, I've noticed uh, while serving in the tasting room, they people hear the word dark. Yeah. And like, oh, I don't like things dark. I yeah. tell them, don't be afraid like, of the dark. That, that's, yeah, taste it first. If you were blindfolded, you wouldn't even know it's yeah. dark. My, it's, my, my rule at the things that I do is, and Darius heard me say this, I, I educate them all and I tell them dark is a color, not a flavor. Right. So just taste it. Smell right. it and taste it. Don't think yes. heavy. I mean, some of them are, but not all. Sure. Don't, yeah, if you don't thought, let a color and be afraid. Taste it. Yeah. Raisins are dark. Yeah. And they don't taste like coffee. Prunes, prunes yeah. are sweet, you know? Yeah. Uh, this has a lot of those qualities of if, you know, if you're a fan of the, the, the Belgian Double or the Quad or anything like that, it has a lot of those characteristics, the dark fruit flavors. But it is. It's, it, it's The carbonation is great. It's like really... Cleans the palate every it's time. Delicious. It's delicious. Yeah, it's really nice. It's, it's refreshing. Boy, it, you guys look like you're having a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, we are. Want to meet my new friend, Russ? Of course. Awesome. We're going to meet my new <laughs> friend, Russ, because he is caller number nine. Russ, how you doing, buddy? Russ. Oh, no. Russ. Yes. Hey. hey. There we go. Freddie right. figured out the buttons again. Oh, <laughs> I, I slipped a little bit. Congratulations. You're caller number nine. You won this fabulous book, The Great Northeast Brewery Tour, as well as the growler from Nimble Hill Brewing Company. You're going to get to go up to the taste room and pick your own fine beer out, man. Mm-hmm. Where are you calling from today, Russ? Kingston. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that you were listening to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. You won this killer book. Are you psyched out about that? That is excellent. You can't get any more better than this on a Saturday morning. Awesome, man. <laughs> Drinking beer, kicking back with some cool dudes, and uh, well, I'm real cool. Russ, I, I hope I hope you're having a beer with us as you as you as we taste the beers here in the studio. <laughs> he doesn't want to answer <laughs> He's that. Speechless. No Maybe no. someone's watching him. No, that could be. Hey, Russ, you stay on the line, man. Thanks for listening, and we're glad that you won this killer prize package. I got to get some information for you, and I got to let these guys continue uh, drinking beer and talking about Thanks, this Russ. fine nimble here, nimble hill um, brewing company. Yeah, hold on. Oh. <laughs> this is, oh, it's just so good. I was telling Mike, this is one of my favorites. I love the Belgian styles and the, the stronger mm. Belgian stuff. It just has so much flavor to it that you it can just sip it and it just stays in your mouth and it just, like eating great, like if you have a piece of fruit that you just, you want to savor the flavor, it stays yeah. in there. It's not like it finishes and it's just delicious. It's very good. And that's, it's nice that the 9% is very well hidden. If somebody didn't tell you it was 9%, you won't notice. Right. Oh, yeah, there's no heat, on. no heat Because of the sweetness in there yeah. and, 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 and the complex sweetness, there's a lot of different flavors in yeah. it. That's what I really like about it. 
Oh, it's it's enjoyable. And uh, I think we, we even get after this now, we're, we're going to get a special treat from oh, the yeah. brewery, which is fantastic. Pucker up. A beer yeah. that's not <laughs> even in a package yet. Yeah, which which is... Which is really nice. We're, we we actually we're cramming a lot in this week. We still have two more to go through in ten minutes. So we're champs. This drink week. up, boys. Next. <laughs> but no, this is. I mean, for summer, it's it's great because a lot of the summer ones you see, like we start with the pilsner. It's usually you know very light, but it's nice to see this would still. I mean, I would still classify this as a summer. It, it's very light and refreshing. But you know it's nine percent. It'll knock you over if you if you don't uh, respect it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this really is a year-round beer because, like you said, yeah. this is a Christmas beer too. This is a sure. yeah. it, it's just something that's a little more hearty that, that that has the fruitiness to it. But there's certain styles you slap on a season onto it and it'll match. Doesn't matter. You could you right. could yeah. brew this one and slap mm. it as a, a winter, as a spring, anything, and it would it would match up with it because it just depends on where you're. Your head is as you're and thinking about Freddie would, would categorize it. This is a lawnmower beer. Okay, well, maybe a heavy lawnmower beer. <laughs> oh, but wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Who's lawnmower? This is, <laughs> wait, wait, this is a snowblower beer also. So. Oh, man. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, <laughs> you guys see bottles going up, man, and glasses oh, going yeah. back. This, this is now, this is Ooh, straight from the line. barrel. This is nice. This isn't yes. even This isn't even bottled yet, so we're getting a, a real treat on this one. But there are, um, this is a continuation of our Mysteria series. Uh, we... Develop this Mysteria label uh, so we can do whatever we want without uh, changing the brand and the label, which is the biggest oh. pain in the butt part. Uh, so oh, yeah. our Mysterias have started out, one was a Belgian blonde ale. The second one was our sour Belgian 2.0. Uh, sold out very quickly, and uh, people are still looking for it. Uh, 3.0 was an oak-aged IPA, aged for a year oh, okay. in oak barrels. Had nice. a lot of whiskey flavor and a lot of uh, oak flavor. Uh, this is going to be 4.0. It's a uh, Flanders Red style. Wow. Uh, soured in the same barrels that all the other beers have been soured in. <laughs> um, it is still, it's still because it has not been carbonated yet. I just took this out of the barrels on Friday uh, after brewing Hot Bottom uh, to bring it here today, put it in a, put it in a bottle and brought it here. Uh, but you can tell it's got all the Brett and the sour yeah. and the wood and all the funk that a uh, a well-aged sour beer has. And you can smell it, too. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's nice, too. Everybody, you can still smell the, the, the barrel on this. You need a funky craft beer. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. You need some I, funky wood. That's I don't know. <laughs> There's so many great ideas for marketing this beer. A funky craft beer. I got to say that slowly, too. Mm. I got to say that slow. <laughs> I can't just spit that right out. And you could have, like, wow, 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 down, down, like, kind of background music like that. Derek, you feeling that, dog? Oh, I got it. I'm you're picking up what you're putting down. You're too busy drinking beer, man. <laughs> what do you think about this, Billy? You swing. I think it. it. I think it's terrific. Awesome, man. He's digging it. You know, it's it, there's good sours and bad sours. Yeah. This is a good sour beer, yeah. and I can't wait to see it develop once it yeah. once it ages. Yeah, sours are definitely a growing uh, area for the craft beer market, but it's it's always kind of finding. This is a, the style you need to find the right introductory one, and then once you're in, you're hooked. Yeah, so. I think a lot of people like the idea of sours yeah. more than sours themselves sometimes that's mm-hmm. until that's, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and finding stuff that's approachable is always a um, always a, a challenge. So I think this could definitely fit the bill when it's ready to when it's ready to get uh, packaged out. Yeah, you can taste it. It's, it's light. It's tart. It's very dry. 
Yeah. So it's something that's not going to be over. Like, a, you know, we know a couple of sours that and Derek and I have had that uh, they'll really curl your tongue up. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? They're like, you know, right in the face, punching a face sour. This is very light and a nice, uh, more introductory type of stuff that's, that's easy on you, but you still get a sour flavor if you like that tart Were flavor. you describing a woman you'd used to date or a beer <laughs> you were drinking, John? Only Freddie would go there. I'm sorry. Well, it's nice, too, because a, a lot of the sours you can kind of get into, uh, what puts a lot of people off with it is the sourness, but also there's like vinegar quality to it. Yeah. And that can put some people off that are not, you know, acclimated to that in a, in a beer. But this doesn't have that at all. Now, one thing I can want to tell you about this it, it, that goes with most sours and a lot of the Belgian-style stuff is sometimes you smell it. And I have a buddy of mine that always says if it smells like garage cleaner, it's probably really tasty beer. Oh, wow. Okay? okay. But <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's what he came up with. The idea is that when you smell this, you, you don't get... It's a very different, you got to get used to smelling it and then tasting a sour of what a sour. Mm. When I smelled it, I knew it was going to be sour because of do, drinking a lot of them. But if you didn't know it and you just tasted it, you'd be like, oh, that's yes. a funky, you know, the, the whole barrel smell and everything. Well, just like we were talking about IPAs being cat pee and pine tree, uh, like uh, sour beers can be anything like Limburger cheese to mm. Band-Aid, uh, phenolic plastic, yeah. uh, which aren't necessarily sound like great descriptors, Oof. but when you taste it. Uh, you you get it. You get yeah. to associate that yeah. smell with Horse that kind of that kind of taste yeah. when you yeah. taste it. Band aid smells bad <laughs> enough, but dirty band aid is the wait, worst. Wait, he just said horse blanket. Though. Horse blanket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of Britannomyces in this area. And this yeah, this beer, once we get it into a bottle, it will evolve. Um, if you know, given a few years, the vinegar properties may come up. Uh, yeah. I'm a fan of uh, Rodenbrock Grand Cru, which has a, a good punch of vinegar. Yeah. Uh, but that, I think, is needs to be subdued. Yeah. Uh, and this beer is still very and young. And the thing that's nice, too, with a lot of these, like, we're, I just cracked open. We're, we're, gonna, we're moving on to the Yay. the final one. I have, uh, this is Jolly Pumpkin. This is their La Roja. This is another, we're sour, so we're staying ah. kind of within that. So we're, I was trying to find something that was complementary to the last one. Um, but really what you have with a lot of these is their bottle condition, because Britannomyces, a lot of brewers, when they use this, uh, it, it acts as a yeast. There's actually some brewers, uh, you know, um, Brewery Omegang came out with Wild at Heart. They did 100% Britannomyces. And what it'll do is it'll age for even longer than yeast. It'll just keep going. It's it's a bug you put in. That's what gives the, the sour characteristics. But it'll actually act as a yeast, but last even longer. And, you know, you could have a beer aging up to 20, 30 years if you're putting that in It there. could be older than dirt. Yeah. Yeah, it's consuming different sugars. Yeah. You know, so it, it tends to round it out a little bit. So Britannomyces. <laughs> the death metal band name. So this is this is uh, Jolly Pumpkins La Roja. Uh, this this isn't the same as the Flanders Red. And the other thing that's nice is when you're getting to the Flanders Red, a lot of times like the Rodenbach or they'll, they'll, they'll be a blend. They'll take you know they'll, they can age a, a lot of them will keep up to three to five years and they'll back it off. They'll have you know thirty percent will be five years, twenty percent will be two years. They, they'll find that perfect blend and then they'll put some the newer stuff in there as well with the fresh brewed and they'll put it right in there. So you'll get a nice blend and that's what this is. This is another blended one. They have one that's aged about a year and blended through it with some newer ones. And Jolly Pumpkin is. A fantastic, fantastic brewery. There's a lot of really nice things. And uh, so I wanted to bring this one in for a little special treat. Because this is a little one that's it's kind of tougher to find around here for for some unknown reason, which is sad. Because Jolly Pumpkin's, you know, pretty readily available. But it's just for some reason, I try to find La Roja. It's a little tougher around And here. the La Roja here has, has a little bit more sweetness to it yeah. that's mixed in. And I think yeah, that's, that's part of the blend. It, it, it matches well with the with the uh, stereo. It's just the difference is the carbonation's now into this. And this is bottled and, and fully. It's older. Yeah. It's aged and matured. Unlike me. 
<laughs> and everybody tips the glass back, having a good time. What, what's up, Mike? Well, I, I just want to say I'm, I've always been a big fan of Jolly Pumpkin, and uh, they've always been an inspiration for me oh, for cool. brewing sours. Uh, I would have to, to give some serious props out to Terry Halbaker, formerly of uh, the Bullfrog Brewery, but now down at Pizza Port, uh, Pizza Boy uh, Brewing Company. But uh, he introduced me to sour beers. Uh, and how awesome they were cool. and moved on to win a gold medal uh, many years ago. Wow. Yeah. And uh, that's rock star that's stuff cool. we're talking is. about. That's awesome. He's hobnobbing with the big boys. That's rock star stuff. Love sours. Mm. Yeah, we're going to, we're, we're working on, I'm doing uh, right up on sours in the weekend or at some we point. We have to do a, a beer we're, geek we're sour, do a sour event somewhere or something. Yeah, gotta... definitely. Well, sour face contest at the backyard <laughs> ale house. There you that's go. That's a great idea. We'll call it pucker up or something. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Billy. Is that a great idea? It's done. That's a great idea. See? It's, let's get it Let's get it on. All right, man. We're going to have to. The we'll, gold that comes out of your mouth is unbelievable. I know, man. I know. I could be leased for days at a time. So rather than just hope that something spouts out, he could I could be, be leased, for minutes man. At a time, I'm sure. It's like you're walking across. I got to go. We got to. Hey, man. Oh, we're wrapping up. We're, wrapping we're having up, so yeah. much fun here. We have Billy from Backyard Ale House in downtown Scranton. Thank you for stopping it's in today, over man. Already? Yeah, man. Yeah. We're going to keep you're going. Not, you're not We're just going to be out there. By. I'll oh, tell you. Yeah. Definitely. And we're here. And of course, we have from Nimble Hill Brewing Company bringing all this great beer Happy and hook, beer. hooking up um, our friend of what's his name? Russ, who won today. He's got a growler coming to him. That's hey, great. Russ, stuff. We'll see you soon. Thank you for coming in today, Mike. And My you're pleasure. always welcome here at Nimble Hill Brewing Company and Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork. Thank you for being one of our fine sponsors here on uh, the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Uh, you want to get in touch with David there? Tell him how to do that real quick before we say goodbye. Buff. <laughs> Is I on the wrong page? I can close stuff out. <laughs> All right. It's Rear Broad Street in Pittston. Check them out on Facebook. Uh, Custom-made cabinetry, building the perfect man cave or kitchen. And number is 570-654-1461. And also, if you want to get on touch with us, you can go out to beergeeksradio.com. You can find some of the old episodes up there streaming. If you missed anything, awesome. we'll be up there. This episode should be up by midweek, too. So Good stuff, and we're very happy. And for Dirty Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside, our good friend Billy from Backyard Ale House, and, of course, Mike from Nimble Hill Brewing Company. I am the original Dirty Bat Boy. Dirty, dirty, dirty Bat Boy. <laughs> I am. I am. I was a Dirty Bat Boy. I am the original Dirty White Boy. I consider all you dealt with.